recording. All right, let's get started here in five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Our Take on Hollyoaks. My name is Jonathan, and I will be your host today. And joining me, as always, we have two of my favorite people in the world, Corian and Ashley. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. What's up? Happy twenty fifth anniversary, Hollyoaks! Oh my God! They made right? it to twenty five. Oh. The they same? never thought they would. Oh my gosh! Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. <Sure. laughs> We're all twenty five. Yeah, that's the way it works. I I never c- thought that the show would honestly make it this far, so I'm really excited. And here's to twenty five more years. Every critic. Thought the show wasn't gonna make it this far. <laughs> exactly. Man, Hollyoaks did not get the greatest rep, but I am very happy that they are still here with us. Definitely, well, definitely. Before we dive into some of the stories we got going on, let's let's talk about a couple quick news articles that came out. First up, uh, Maxine's mom is headed to town. Denise Welch will be playing. The character of Trish. Uh, Ashley, I know you love you some Maxine. You you know what? Maxine, as of late, I'm not going to say I like her. I'm going to say she doesn't annoy me. Same. I was thinking the same thing. Mainly because they don't have her doing too much. They don't have her doing much of anything, but what she is doing isn't so far over, like, (laughs) <laughs> over the line that it's just I want to strangle her anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as her mom, I don't. I, I guess I'm gonna have to wait to see exactly the storyline is in relation to because otherwise, family members coming in for characters that I really am like eh, about, mm-hmm. it's not gonna move me one way or the other. If they have a legitimate reason that's interesting for her to come in, I don't know. I. I uh, the munch, the munches come back. I don't know. <laughs> I call it the munches, the munchausens. They, <laughs> the I don't know. Something's wrong with our our precious baby girl. I don't know. Like what reason? Well, does well, isn't she? Baby? Isn't she Silas's sister-in-law? I think oh, she God. is related oh, to Silas uh, through that his sister-in-law, right? Yes, because I think I think wasn't Silas's wife her nice. sister? Yes. I believe so. so is let that me do a Silas quick back Wait, I'll let you do that. that's who Silas keeps calling during these scenes. Possibly. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Which she would have against the McQueens, but okay. But yeah, well, I mean, I'm through, Well, so Mercedes <sighs> framed uh, her older daughter, Mitzi, for um, oh, basically Mitzi. stabbing her. <laughs> And it was this whole like crazy dragged out thing. I'll, I'll send you a clip of it because it was one of the most like random, just what the fuck moments. But it yes. was so good, and you couldn't look away. And so okay. like, there's reasons for you know through Mitzi her to be against the McQueens because that is Bob. Wait, which one of her kids? It's Bobby, right? So it's Bobby's stepmother. Yes. 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 Exactly. And yeah, I I was right. So Silas's wife, Joan, is Trish Miniver's sister. So 
technically Silas is Maxine's uncle. Man. So there is it's it is kind of weird that they're kind of <laughs> converging at the same time and well, I don't know, but I also, I also feel like maybe I don't think she I feel like it's going to be a bigger shock. I don't know. We'll get into Silas later. We'll get Yeah, cuz I've got a theory too that I need to throw out there, but we'll we'll get to it in a minute. Um yeah. but I gonna, do like Maxine right now. She's all right with me. I do too. <laughs> um the interesting about Trish is she's also supposed to be around for a year. So Denise Welch revealed on her uh, talk show Loose Women that she's she's got a year contract. Oh, she's a Loose Women host. Uh huh. Cute. So okay. Or she's on Loose Women. I don't know. I she's, always wondered why. Yeah, they she's a regular that panelist show. on Loose, Loose Women. Women. Why did they call it that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't <laughs> question these that. things that I don't understand. That's how I get like, in trouble. It's literally. A British version of the view or the talk. I don't understand why they call it loose women, but I digress. Whatever. Um, <laughs> something that is really interesting that they're doing this holiday, though, is to get around COVID restrictions and to still give us those warm family scenes. They're bringing in actual family members of the cast to come in and film some scenes with them. And I'm actually really interested to see how this goes. How is that I mean, gonna? Are they gonna show their faces? I don't know. Like it's the the way it um, reads is in order to reestablish some normalcy on screen while remaining COVID safe, camera trickery and green screen has been implemented by the Hollywood crew as cast have to stay two meters apart. Cast members, real life partners, have also been invited to set to allow for kissing scenes to take place. That means oh, more coming back. <gasps> oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, telling really, but. <laughs> They don't. They need to cast Kyle Pryor again as Lori's oh. nice twin brother. I He's need so him fun. back. He needs to come back. He needs to be. He's so fun that I was like, mm, Lori's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's honestly one of the best looking people I've ever oh seen, and it's God. bad. I know we've talked about this often. We talk about this. <laughs> it, you should not think this way, everyone oh. listening right now. Oh. You know, oh. listeners, this is. <laughs> We something's wrong in our heads. We own that. Okay, <laughs> this is not a, this is not a normal way to think. You should never excuse bad behavior because someone looks good. But damn, oh, damn. does he look good? <laughs> right. but, damn. But we'll excuse in this case. At right. least anything's better than mannequins, so I'm here for it. Oh. Period. Yep. I do have to say though, I feel like, like, I haven't noticed. Like the well, the COVID regulations much on Hollyoaks. I feel like they do it pretty seamlessly. I notice it in random scenes. Like if there's yeah. a scene where I get taken out of same, the story, same, same. then all of a sudden I'm like, wow, they are literally six feet apart. And it just but it doesn't hilarious. but it still doesn't seem but... jarring to me because I feel like I notice it after the fact. I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, they were sitting mad yep. far apart. But like I feel like it's like camera angles and it's like yeah. they do a really good job. They and it's like the day on today's e4 episode where um brody was confronted by um what's his face warren Um, Warren, where they were clearly six feet apart but there was one scene where it looked like they filmed them separately and like spliced out the middle so it looked like they were literally face to face and i briefly and it didn't last long because it looked a little ridiculous but i caught it oh they're closer than they should be. And then they pulled back and they're like, oh, no, they're not. They're really six feet apart. I I definitely 
notice it more than I did at the beginning. And at the beginning, it was mainly because they still had leftover episodes and they were just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, putting it in there. I started noticing it more um, with this whole baby situation. Like everybody yep. standing outside of the hospital in a freaking That's circle looks like they're about oh, to true, 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 true. <laughs> It looked ridiculous. But I do like how they still are incorporating it into the dialogue. Wearing masks. I so love I, that. I love that. Without I think actually it's having so- to say it. Right. And I think it's so smart because I think it would be even more jarring if they were just naturally doing that rather than like, yep. which is which is my whole thing with like, you know, like the American soap operas and other soap operas. I feel like just just address it. Exactly. Like we're all going through it, especially if your show is based in a fucking hospital. <laughs> just uh, just address the pandemic going on. And like have people socially distance, have people wearing masks, and like maybe even give some helpful tips to the old ladies in Kansas who are watching who probably aren't fucking social distancing. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that whole like it, it just feels more natural, and it feels kind of like they're kind of like a another teachable moment that you know Hollyoaks loves to do. That's kind of what it feels like. I feel like I noticed it really though when like with like the McQueen blackmailing thing, how like there was only ever like four McQueens in the dog at the time. And yeah. then like, they would just like cycle out and then like the yeah. others would like video call in. Yeah. Or when Mercedes says I'm pregnant and Silver's still across the room, like, oh, wow, that's great. No, right, hate, exactly. no like, it's stuff like that. But I noticed that on all the soaps, like especially on wine arts, like, okay, you're proposing to somebody from across the room. It's a little weird. A little, <laughs> a little weird. weird. <laughs> just address the elephant in the room and I can probably get over the weirdness, yeah. Well, let's get into some show discussion. Corian, you said on Twitter that you've come around on the love story that is Yaz and Tom. What what was it about their journey that, that kind of got you on board? So I think for me, it's always hard for me to see Tom as a romantic lead. Always. Tom is, Tom is like my baby brother. You know what I mean? It just doesn't it just doesn't compute with me and i feel like the times they've done it they've either either tried to make him like like the whole teen pregnancy thing felt super rushed and then like the threesome thing felt like so mm-hmm. out of left field for him and then like but i'm so glad he got to have a trouble you know same i'm, you know, I'm glad he did never get let anybody forget it he says he's never <laughs> that's why i love it <laughs> 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 they'll be like they'll be like tom you've only ever dated three girls I'm like yeah but two at the same time <laughs> but um i just feel like i just feel like that was like sort of left field and then yaz did feel like a normal good choice for him but i also felt like they either got like pushed to the side and they weren't really highlighted or they were kind of moving too fast in that typical you know hollyoaks you know light speed romance kind of thing so like i felt like this little breakup thing that they had like I feel like it called out a lot of like valid points because they are very opposite and you know it I just I just feel like it felt very mature it finally felt like I was like okay I can accept Tom growing up because he had like he had like genuine concerns Yaz wants to have you know this big career she wants to move around she wants to do this he's just trying to chill wants to raise his daughter wants to make sure Hollyoaks, the village, stays beautiful and gets rid of the speed bumps and things and potholes and all these sorts of things, you know? He's just a normal, safe guy. And, like, I felt it was just also very much in his character to worry about that and also, you know, 
put himself aside and put Yaz's happiness first. And so I think in doing that, it helped me kind of see him as a grown-up. And then in doing that, you know, in relation to that, it also helped me see Yaz as more than just like a like a comedic character because, you know, that's how she's always kind of been. Because she, you know, she never really had like her own solid romantic interests. And again, like they they tried, but it was always weird, like that weird thing with Finn and like all these other instances where I just felt like it didn't work. But all of this, the culmination with the video and the anniversary and the proposal. And I was just like, I could I could see this. I could buy into this. So now I'm there. It's just for me, it's just a sweet story, right? Like it's in a show that has so much dark and so much heavy content in mm. a lot of the stories. Getting to cut to Tom and Yaz, I, I just feel like, you know what? This is just two happy people dealing with the, the struggles of the young adult life that they're living. And now they're trying to become this family and seeing where all that goes. Cause there's drama that's inherently going to arise from that. Of course. But I I'm excited. You to know, see Cindy's going to try to take over that fucking wedding. Mm-hmm. And you know, Yaz <laughs> has her own crazy plans as we like. Cindy's going to show up in a wedding dress. Oh yeah. I can see that. No, this is mine. <laughs> It's, I'm just excited to to see where this goes from here, and I really like the fact that Yaz wants to be like a mom to his daughter, right? She wants to be a part of his life, and that just it makes a difference. And I like that they do it 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 because I feel like often they like on soap operas they'll do that where like someone is going to be a stepmom and it and it becomes this thing where it's like, well, I'm a woman. So like, I have to take care of your baby. Mm -hmm. Like I'm in love with, like I'm this and that. Yaz is just like, like, of course I want to do that. Like she's your daughter, but like, also I'm going to do my own thing. But like, I need you to know that I'm going to support you. And I'm not going to just like, like, I'm not here just to be a stepmom. I'm not here just to be your girlfriend. Like, I'm not here to just be this new woman. Like I want to have the whole package deal. So I thought, I, I don't know. I just kind of, I kind of like the take that they're going with it. I do wish that, again, you know, back to Hollyoaks and like their light speed romance. I do wish that they would have like a long proposal, but we know that shit ain't gonna happen. Like a long engagement, I mean, but like, you know, we know it's gonna I mean, happen. <laughs> isn't this gonna probably be the Christmas wedding? Christmas I think wedding? so. I yeah. think so, yeah. That's so. probably my only real issue with the storyline is that this is one of the things that was cut obviously very severely mm. because of covid yeah um because i think before all of this they had been together for what a couple of weeks maybe maybe even a month i don't really remember because it wasn't like something that i was, it was on your radar yeah, yeah I was a pain same, same 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 but and then now it's like you know they're getting married i, I it's something about Hollyoaks. It's one thing that I can never say the Hollyoaks does better than an American soap opera. And it's marrying children off. That's the one thing that I'll say maybe the U.S. soaps approach it better. Because I just feel like since I've been watching, there have been a number of 18 and 19 year olds who have gotten married. Like a yeah. number of them. Like, and I'm just like, uh, okay. But you know what? But I do must, this isn't, I, I do agree. And this isn't in defense. Um, but I do feel like people in the UK do get married younger still. Cause oh. like, do you remember like everyone used to get married really young, like our parents and shit, like used to get married very young, but that kind of 
mentality has passed. I feel like just like looking at like British tabloids and stuff, like all the young reality show stars who are like 19, 20, 21, they're all getting married like ASAP. And then divorcing like a year later, but like always getting married. I don't know if that's just like a British thing. I feel like it's like, maybe it's like a cultural difference. Probably. Because they just, they just, they just go about it. I'm just like, all right, well, I guess we gotta watch another wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, other than that, they're, they're fine. I mean, they don't, I was a little bit concerned at the beginning of it because it did feel like another one of those classic storylines where the woman has to give up her dreams in order to have a man. Mm -hmm. I didn't like that. But mm-hmm. during the proposal, she did kind of explain that, yes, I want to be with you, but I'm not going to give up, you know, my aspirations and that we can do this together. So yes. it, it, I would appreciate more willingness to come over to her side, you know, from Tom than for him to just expect her to give up everything to be, you know, Susie Homemaker to him. So if he can come over a little bit more and be willing to leave the village, <laughs> who wants a homebody all the time? If he can- <laughs> that and i'm i'm fine with it i mean it's eh, i don't hate it <laughs> yeah i'm not I'm, I, would, I definitely say i'm not in love with it but i finally i finally like it i feel like I, i'm finally there yeah and tom's new fit body helps too oh my god yeah. i was don't feeling so conflicted talking about our tom like that i can't i don't it. know man he got that new haircut his face is getting all chiseled now the baby fat is gone He's got me stressed out. I don't know what to think anymore. That's like those weird people who suddenly thought Tyler Perry was hot. First what? of all, Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry's not hot. What? I'm, not con- I'm it, just saying it's similar. Uh, I'm not saying it's the same thing. I'm just okay. saying it's similar. I can already hear y'all trying to cancel me. <laughs> I don't have words for that. Um. Okay. <laughs> so, so I don't get in trouble. Let's talk about <sighs> Perry, Jordan, and Leela. No. So. No. Real quick, we can knock this one out. Um, so, Jordan got Leela arrested as he tried to get go like run away and stop his like drug dealing ways. Um, and our poor Perry's just like kind of like in there getting her heart broken, but still hasn't told Leela. Right at this point, Leela still doesn't know about Jordan and Perry. Correct. And no. Perry doesn't know about and Leland. Perry doesn't Jordan. Doesn't know about Jordan Perry. I, I hate just, it. Uh, <laughs> uh. I, uh, I, mean, I just don't like Jordan. I feel like if either. No, I feel like there was a that. different different actor as Jordan. I could be like, all right, oh, this is juicy. This I can get into, but I don't like him on my screen. I just don't I'm know sorry. about it. Because like, I don't either. dislike him, to be honest, but I don't like him. And I don't, I don't understand why what's him. going on with it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll go ahead and break that tie. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was coming. He can leave my screen ASAP. Yeah, he can he can well, absolutely after everything stop making my to Sid cry. Sid. Which we'll get to in a little bit, but man. Poor baby. Like, I don't I don't know. So I I, that's, I, that's I, I don't care about that. But I do I am curious as to why Leela left town like that. What what's going on with the actress? Because that's one of those <laughs> the actress has an emergency in it. Oh yeah, right. She has to leave. Like what what happened there? What my auntie fell. I gotta be back. I mean, I'll be back <laughs> yeah. later. Like no. Then, oh my god. Let me tell you how terrible of a human being. Actually, I'm not gonna say it on on Thank here. Thank you. 
I would get in so much trouble. Oh God! Make sure you remember for after the show. I'll, I'll remember. <laughs> yeah, Paul, you remember. Uh, but I don't know. I did like Chrissy Lay Porter, and I really want her to return because I need more Leela on our screen. Uh, I don't. You don't. I'm gonna say it now. I'm done with her. It doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. She was bamboozled by Cameron, who was murdering her entire family behind her back. Bamboozled by Louie, who was cheating with two other women behind her yeah. back. How many times can you get fooled by a man? How many times? You know, it's just like, I feel like at this point, it's unbelievable. I feel like she should have been way more suspicious of Jordan. Way more suspicious, just out of her own past trauma, you know? Yeah. She should be, I feel like she should be suspicious of any man that comes into her life at this point, whether they're good or bad. It just doesn't, It. I just can't buy it. And Leela's not, Leela was never that dumb, no, you know? But she's definitely like, yeah, she, dumber of the years. She's just gotten dumber and dumber. Like she definitely made dumb mistakes like with Ziggy and like all these other things, but like she was never this dumb to be to be bamboozled by another man. So I have a question. Is it that she was never this dumb or is that you didn't notice because she was always next to Steve? Oof. <laughs> no, because because we also had Tegan. Like there were some oh, she, she was Tegan. the smartest of the bunch. She was. Leela was. Oh, she was okay. the rock. I thought it was Tregan. It was Tregan. Yes. No, but no, but no. But Leela, Le- no, Leela, I would say she was the rock. She was, because she was the oldest, right? She was uh-huh. a big sister. Yeah. So she was supposed to be dependable. So like, it it was kind of good when she got tricked by by Cameron, her, yeah. you know, Perry's, um, you know, serial killer dad. Like, that was kind of good because it was like, oh, wow, even, you know, the strong Leela can get tricked. And then it was, you know, cheated on. And then I was like, okay, like, this is a little unrealistic. Like, this village is, like, four blocks long and he's mm-hmm. cheating with three women around the corner. Like, nobody noticed. And then now this, I just, I don't know. I'm just not into it. I just don't. I hate Jordan, too, Ashley. I fully agree with you. I need him gone. Wow. I also just feel like he doesn't serve a purpose anymore. He really doesn't. No. It's like him and... um. Victor. whatever yeah thank you him and victor are pretty much the same character so yeah one, one just cut out cut out jordan juliet's got the she's got the turf i was surprised it didn't happen though like i thought that like him getting arrested would just be the end of it like, cause there's, not, cause there's, there's, there's not a purpose right <sighs> yeah i really don't i really don't feel his purpose anymore i really feel like he can just kick rocks yep because we don't like I don't want a redemption arc, and I think that's mm-hmm. the only other way they can go at this point. If you're gonna keep him around, because like he's now getting, he's Juliet's bitch at this point. So I love, like, you I do love that. We'll, we'll get to that in just a minute, but like you can't do anything else with it. So yeah. what's your purpose, bro? Yeah. Whatever. All right. Let's talk about something fun and go in depth a little bit. And that's the seven deadly sins. Oh, my God. Silas Blissett is back. Man. That show is so scary. He is so the scary. The chills. <laughs> I oh tell God. you. Murdering Grandpa him. is back. Oh, my God. Who, who called him? Who called him Bernie Sanders? Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody call him Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I, oh I was God. crying. If you called him Bernie Sanders, please tweet me 
and we will give you proper credit. <laughs> But oh he is just, he's terrifying. He's just terrifying every single time he's on the show. Like, I'm going to let, Ashley, I'm going to let Jonathan give you the rundown because I don't know the full history. Well, I don't remember the full history. Uh, and I stopped watching at some point too when he kind of had a resurgence. But literally just like, he just comes back maybe like every three to four years just to murder people mm-hmm. <laughs> and gets away with it. I don't know how. Well, I don't know how. He doesn't always get away it. with it. He just kind of gets to leave town. Vanishes. He just yeah. finishes. He's just he's just out there. So, did when did you start watching Hollyoaks, Corian? Ooh, that's a loaded question. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like so did I first started his... watching full time in 2013, okay. but I did watch some in like 2009, 2011, like so off and on. So you kind of saw off and on like what his stuff was. Okay, so yeah. he came to town, and this is what's so crazy about this is he came to town, and in 2010. They announced that they were going to be doing this like online dating PSA storyline, right? So they were going to like warn viewers about the dangers of dating online. And so they had a character at that time, Texas uh, Longford. They had her uh, join an online dating website and start talking with this guy online, Cameron. And they used later that same Cameron's uh, picture. For the character, uh, what's his face? Perry's uh, dad was actually yes. the photo, I believe, that they used. It was so just weird. But anyways, uh, Texas sister India uh, decided to go ahead and like make contact with Cameron. And like they agreed to meet up as she was posing as Texas to make sure that her sister wasn't getting involved with something crazy. And they met out and they ended up meeting in the woods. I don't remember the whole thing. It was like a Christmas story. And then she gets killed. So this PS dating PSA starts with Silas just slashing off India and then it just becomes this long ongoing story and he starts like killing all these women. He's basically the male breeder um, going after all these loose women with their loose morals. Um, one of my favorite murders happened during Halloween. They were oh, all, all the women that were dressed incredible. up in their cat suits. I believe it happened in Hollyoaks later. Um, if I'm not wrong, but they're all in these cat women suits and they're walking, walking around uh, the village and he thinks he's got, uh, Lindsay, his arch nemesis at this point. And yeah. he thinks he's about to strangle her and he makes this whole speech about how he's so happy to be killing her and how this is the death he'll remember for the rest of his life. And then oh God. And how she will be the one that he truly misses because he won't get to have this joy again. And as he like the last breath escapes her and she falls to the ground, her wig falls off and he realizes that he murdered his daughter, Heidi. Yes. And, oh. just, and Heidi is Maxine's cousin. Oh, the scream I let out. It was, it was crazy. really good. And so from there, he then found out or around that same time, he found out that Mercedes was who was, engaged to his grandson had actually slept with his son and gotten pregnant with Bobby. Um, and they didn't know who's the, who was that, but she hadn't, I don't think the secret had been exposed yet at that point. So he just kidnapped her and locked her in a cellar and was threatening to kill her. Um, once the baby was born and it was just this whole long thing. Anyways, he eventually gets captured, um, after killing somebody else. Was that when he killed Lindsay? No. Who did he I end up killing so. at that point? 
Wait, I think for the first Lindsay, yeah? Yeah, the first Lindsay, right? First, I think that is when he kills the first Lindsay, yeah. And then... This shit is so uh, long-winded. <laughs> I need, actually, I need you to know that this has this has yeah. been going on for literally like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> so, long story short, he just ends up getting uh, arrested. He ends up getting released uh, and escaping. Then he comes back and he kills... The second serial killer the show really had, which is the it was also killer. named Lindsay. <laughs> also named Lindsay. It was this whole thing, and every time he just comes down and he just really, for lack of better words, he just fucks shit up, and yeah. it's one of the most entertaining things. He is so just methodical, and he's creepy, and he's like every U.S. soap villain rolled into one, like. He's yeah. so fun to watch. It, when he showed up, he definitely gave me like Mitch Lawrence vibes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, very like, this. Maybe he, I could no. like him. Maybe. Without without like the the evil Roscoe science Bourne. and like craziness. Like he's. Yeah. It's just like I feel like the only thing about him that's just like unrealistic is the fact that his old ass is able to get around so quickly undetected <laughs> and nobody <laughs> notices. So if a man that old tried to choke me, do you know how fast I'd be like, oh, okay, all right. Like done. this isn't going anywhere. You know you don't have the strength in those arms no, anymore. No. <laughs> so here's the the interesting thing uh, that's now is so he's blackmailing the McQueens, and he said that there's seven sins for the seven mm -hmm. McQueens. We know one so far is our silver. We don't know mm -hmm. the other six yet. But also, how dumb I mean, are these McQueens? Because so they literally <laughs> are just right there. All of them. All of them gossiping right in front of the, the doll. It's recording. They but have to do that. Oh my after God. they found out that it's recording oh, them, they still do it there. Hey, like when PC Kiss secret? was like, hey, I destroyed all the evidence on Silver. Don't worry. <laughs> right oh. in front of the recording doll. Oh God. I do have a question, though, because... Yeah. Of the, as far as I counted, currently on screen there are seven McQueens, correct? Yeah. If I counted correctly. Are there? If, okay. If if I counted correctly, then I'm trying to figure out why Silas looked surprised when he was eavesdropping on that conversation today, and found out that Cher is a McQueen. He looked shocked. Like what? Well, I wonder if he had Cleo as. The well, uh, not there. But she yeah, but she's, not there. she's coming back. So not I don't think she's coming back in time for this though. I don't know. Cause I, I was like, oh well if if he doesn't know that she's a McQueen, then who's the other well, one? Maybe I'm the Mercedes, Teresa, Nana, Goldie, John Paul. That's six. John Paul. Yeah, she's, yeah. Sure. Got, um what's her face? Uh oh god, I'm sorry. Thank you. I got you. You know what I was going to call her. Uh, I know. I count as Sally. They count as Sally. You know Sally is just there. She's there to file some papers. The only seven that I can think of. And I'm like, well, if he didn't know one of them was a McQueen, I don't know. And who oh, cares no. about her killing her sister when she was four? Like, I don't give a shit. Like, what the I do have to say, though, she did better in that emotional scene than I thought she would have. Oh, yeah. Really not, that, not that I thought she was a bad actress, but... I was just like, I was just very surprised. I was like, oh wait, she kind of, she kind of carried that. Mm -hmm. I was like, good for her. Well, she um, never mind. Who she? Yeah, not? no, I'm the opposite. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying you did have to a lot say. of heavy lifting being done in that scene. <laughs> you didn't have to 
there. <laughs> At we least know it's myself. there. <laughs> we know it's there. We know what he's there for. Okay. Oh, God, he's just there. And I know. like it. I'm still not sick of it. <laughs> well, right. Okay. I need them to do something more with Silver than no. him to be the angry Mm-mm. white man to Toby's angry black man. Nope. That's, Don't need it. The same character, just different skin tones. They should be friends. Don't need it. I don't. I don't need anything. Maybe I think the only other thing that I might need from Silver is just like full frontal nudity. Oh my god! <laughs> Bleep that out! Bleep that out! No, nope. keeping it. In. Keeping it. In. Oh my god! Um, but um, no, I, I just I I don't know. I I don't know what the other sins are gonna be. I feel like Mercedes is obviously going to be lust. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nana's probably going to be gluttony. <laughs> oh, poor Nana. Don't oh, hurt Nana. Okay, so here's my question for you, Coran. <laughs> Teresa already served time for killing, uh, what's his face, right? Yeah. Calvin. Calvin, yeah. right? Uh, she already served mm-hmm. time for it. Mm-hmm. So what's so- her sin? Something that I happened mean, off the train, I'm sure. Yeah, she's been away for six years. I'm, I'm sure like, her yeah. fucking crazy ass has done some wild I shit. I'm sh- Teresa is like it's you know the thing about the the thing about the McQueens that I always forget is like even though like if you really look at them on like paper, they might sound like all like the same crazy character, but they're all they they really are different levels of crazy. They really like there are some things that some McQueens won't do, and there are some things that other McQueens will just like take fully to the next level. And Teresa will do absolutely anything crazy. So, if you thought the other McQueens are crazy, I feel like Teresa's just another level. Ashley, what do you think of Teresa so far? Because this is your first time seeing the character. Um Well, do you remember the last time we were talking and you guys were concerned whether or not it would be too much to have a character like her and a character like Liberty on at the same time? Yes. Mm-hmm. That was my initial reaction until I realized they were making Liberty insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking crazy lunatic. She just seems not only does she seem crazy, but she actually seems more grounded now. I because, can't breathe. Because they did that with Liberty, I'm fine with her, but it isn't like, oh, oh I love her because yeah. I just, my, I do not have the same level of love for the McQueens yet that y'all keep telling me I should have. <laughs> literally get on my goddamn nerves i don't like (laughs) one of them strap in the only one that i like is probably uh uh sharon she just showed up (laughs) like (laughs) and bobby but bobby's never on where's bobby Bobby? who knows you probably can't come on set right now because of covid uh well no well actually yeah none of the kids well none of the the kid kids. kids I feel like we haven't. I think I feel like we saw Matthew Jesus like right before the like COVID episode before. started. Yeah. We heard we heard uh, Tony's brood, but I don't think we actually saw them. Same. Just, yeah. yeah, I don't think we've seen the other right one. They can stay there. <laughs> Did you like uh, Corian the Joel scene that we got between Teresa and Joel, where they remember no. her past life? No. <laughs> no. Number one. Um. Because of Joel's hair, still not sure how to feel about <laughs> I that. I know. I was like, "What the?" That's that's where <laughs> what I was going to ask. You? Next. What did he do? Why did he have to do hair that? Something, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> right, he turned it into like you had a good thing going, boo. 
why you have to mess it up? So that was the first thing. Second <laughs> thing, I'm always writing for Goldie. So, you know, you know, Teresa trying to come in between that. Also, you Goldie's know, looking fuck it up. amazing. Yeah, I do. I do love her more natural wig. And I don't, I'm not going to say natural. I'm going to say more natural because it's still crazy. It's, um, <laughs> it's still crazy. Um, there's that. But like, Teresa and Joel, they weren't anything serious. Weren't they just fucking around? I think so. I don't think there were any, like, Joel. I don't think they were, that was old Joel, number one, yeah. But, like, I also don't, They were, it wasn't anything substantial for, like, so for them to even, like, tease, like, it, they had, like, this, like, whirlwind romance. I'm pretty sure they were just fucking around and, like, getting in trouble. Because so, she was with, mostly with uh, Dodger at that point, right? Exactly. I remember yeah. Exactly. So I just, like, I don't know. I don't really like that. But, I mean, it could be, it could be fun to kind of pit um goldie and Teresa together it's always it's always fun when like the mcqueen family members like fight over over romance there's always i don't know there's just like always like a nice heightened excitement to it but i'm not i'm not sold on it i think Teresa needs to needs to find her another boo yeah that'd be nice all right so two last things before we get off the subject of mcqueen's seven deadly sins and all the soft foolishness so number one do we think that silas is the reason for the dead body in the flash forward Number two oh. is PC Kiss, Silas's son, because there's some oh. theories going out there. Yes! So I'm just saying, I definitely think both of those things could be true. I think so, too. PC Kiss is fucking... He is a terror. <laughs> Who knew? Where was, he, like, I don't even know where this shit came from. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> The ex-boyfriend oh thing. Gosh. Mm-hmm. And then the James intimidate. He yes. broke into James's house and what the right. fuck him like, oh. Listen, fucker, I will kill you. I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> like, oh my God. Meanwhile, I'm here, like all of this over John Paul. What about me? <laughs> what about me? I don't honestly also get that either. Just I love John Paul, but no. I he don't must have he must have that wop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be quiet. Or that wham. <laughs> the what? The wham. The wham. Wab? Wab? Wham. Wab. W A M. What's the M for? Mouth. Oh. <laughs> 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 That's the only thing I can think of because he's not. You know what? Listen, to each their own. I'm just like, my thing with my thing with John Paul is just that he's boring and he's wishy washy, and he's a flip flopper. Like, but it. I'm so that's why I'm fully on board with PC Kiss just running right through him, just manipulating the shit out of him because John Paul also isn't being honest, um, and also just like with the, as like relating back to Silas, like. The fact that he was the one who got that, you know, the the video of Silver so quickly. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's been like, like dropping the ball with like, you know, you know, like he he was able to like go in and like, you know, erase the evidence on top of him, like dropping the ball with like Jordan's arrest. Like, I just feel like there's just like his good image has been just like kind of steadily dropping and like they're tying him into this McQueen thing like very closely, like even more closely than like just being John Paul's boyfriend. And on top of that, he got the video 
from the blackmail doll, knowing that the blackmail doll is recording, and openly admitted in front of the blackmail doll that <laughs> he destroyed the evidence. And Silas was on the phone saying, you know, that this person is close to the McQueens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And can we say grandson though? I have a hard time believing something that old. <laughs> <laughs> it might be it might be grandson. But like but and on top of that, even the actor what's his name, Callum Kerr, when people like brought it up to him, he was like, I cannot confirm or deny. And you know that means it's confirmed. Exactly. <laughs> right. You, you just know that it. means it's confirmed. <laughs> you should have just said yes. <laughs> That's one you just don't reply to, but exactly. Damn, that, I'm so excited for that story. It's just, I'm engaged. I'm excited. It's going to be good. I think it's a, it's like a fun, it's definitely a fun way to do an anniversary. I like, I, I, I like I like things like this around like anniversary time because it's just like it's just heightened and it makes everything feel you know crazier and more vibrant. I do wish it was Claire on the phone though. It was Claire Divine? I know. One day. One, <sighs> One day. day. I'm every I I literally have been tweeting the writers about it like every day and they just keep no one's responding but they you know, are liking. You know they it. must be sick of us at this point. They keep, they keep they keep liking it. So Between it's like come on, you see us, the intro, Jamie. Like, we're we're gonna make this happen. Just bring her back. Just bring her back. Do it for us. The best, the baddest Hollyoaks bitch in history. Literally. Like, come on. Have her beat Grace's ass a little. Like, oh, I just need it. I just need it. But I digress. <laughs> yeah. So something nobody needed, but we got. Uh, Kurt Benson's back. The original bad boy rolled into town. Um, So here's the thing. And actually, you pointed this out on Twitter today. Um, He's back and nobody's making a big deal about it. This is man's back from the dead. And it's like, oh, so you went down to the price slice to get some food and just never came back? (laughs) Well, actually, um, Darren is. Darren is, is making a, a big hoopla about it, mainly because I guess it, he was involved with his sister or something. Yeah, he was married yeah. to Ruth, um, yeah. and then their marriage kind of like imploded on itself right before his exit, and that's kind of what happened. Yeah, Darren's the only one that's like, how dare he, blah, 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 and everybody else is like, oh, hey, what's up? Even Tony, Tony's like, oh, yeah, he's back from the dead. I'm going to give him $100,000. What? Uh-huh. Okay, sure. <laughs> Whatever. Tony stays being stupid. Oh, no. Stays being the worst. This is a new thing, then. No. He's always been pretty dense. But he is perfect for Diane, then. No. No. Diane needs to die. When her hair first started falling out, I was like, oh, my God, this is it. Maybe we're finally rid of her. And then I was like, oh, wait, no. It was Edward doing this. Of (laughs) course. But I really just, man, I'd much rather take this whoever this Kurt man is, this story over, you know, Diane being, Diane and Edward being the focus of Tony's story. Because I love Tony. I I always love Tony. I I think Ashley brought it up, but like Diane just dragged him down. There's just, the last years of his stories have all been poisoned by Diane, if I'm being honest. And then like the Edward hatred still doesn't make sense to me. 
I don't know where this is coming from. They haven't no. teased anything. Why does he no. hate his son so much? Why? I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, they had an opportunity to kind of make it seem as though he was trying to replace his dead wife. That's what I thought or, they were doing. That's what I thought they were doing, and they just dropped it. Like, I, I don't, I honestly, I don't, there's nothing that Diane possesses that would convince me is worth faking an operation on your son's brain like i i don't get it (laughs) i'm I'm wondering if that's where we're going to go once they're finally divorced and once he finally gets control of her then you'll still slowly start seeing like her hair color change and her style change and he starts manipulating her to be like his ex-wife all of that would be very interesting except for one word slowly yep I don't want to sit here and watch this shit for another couple of months. I, I can't do it. This is fucking terrible. It's to the point where I'm watching the show and there are moments in the show that I'm like, okay, I do like this. Okay, I do like that. And then this comes on is like, fuck this whole episode. Like, it's literally poisoning the show for me. I want it to stop. It's ruined Verity for me. Oh, I, Verity can die slowly until y'all give her some sort of a goddamn... Damn, it's to that extent. Yes. Yeah. Give me a POV. Give me something. Give me a motivation. Why is she so easily manipulative too? Like, how is this possible? Yeah, okay, I don't yeah. understand it. I get that. I don't get, I get it. That. I think it's does, like No, go ahead, go ahead. He just doesn't do it. He doesn't like he doesn't really threaten her and he doesn't really it's very minimalist yeah how, how he's able to get her to do what he wants it isn't like some grand thing where i have information if you don't do this i'll i'll threaten you with it or it's not like overtly manipulative where he's like well your mother would want like it's not right those are two extremes they're directly in the middle and i don't literally all literally all he said was just like remember when you were tough in tennis camp do that and she was like <laughs> okay <laughs> and it's like it it feels like they're trying to like do Patrick and Sienna that relationship again, but like completely watered down. Like the Patrick and Sienna relationship had so much family history built on it. Patrick was like awful, and like the way he manipulated Sienna was like it was palpable and visible. Like you saw all of it, but like the Edward and Verity thing still doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. And it's like, I really do want to like it because I do like the actress that plays Verity. And I Mm -hmm. think that she could be a really awesome character, but I just don't get it. I don't understand the motivation. I think we need to get her brother here. Oh, right. I forgot there was a brother. Yeah. Like, yeah I yeah. want to see what's going on with that relationship and what maybe that can force this forward somehow. But I it's the weakest point of the show for me. And absolutely. It's, it's something that like Ashley said, I fast, I I fast it. forward it. I fast forward. A good and amount. I've never I, some, I hardly no. ever I've. I don't think I've ever fast forwarded Hollyoaks. You know, I was going to do that, but something about fast forwarding uh, already twenty-two minutes show. <laughs> I was like, well, if I do that, I'll miss every goddamn thing. So I'm <laughs> and force myself. I just... But that's why sometimes I get behind. Like right now, I've been watching it live, but mm-hmm. after this week, because it's the you know anniversary week. After this week, I'm not doing that again. I am literally going to have to binge this two weeks at a time just to get through it all because it is painful. To have to sit through a show that is good 
being overtaken <laughs> by a right. show by one storyline that is god right like, i can't do it i can't I'm just, oh, i really god. don't like it <laughs> so bad i honestly honestly and truly think we need to get rid of diane we need to get diane oh, is yeah. she can take those kids with her oh yeah, oh, yeah. all of all those kids, <laughs> okay. all those kids. I've got yeah, no need for any of those. People living in a goddamn three bedroom house. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I've had it. <laughs> no, there's like 12. There's 12. There's so no. many people in the house. There's three, there's three kids Diane, Edward, Scott, Scott Mitchell, Mitchell. Um, Verity, and then there was Tony. So there were nine people. Is, is Sinead's daughter still there? So maybe there's four kids. There's <laughs> yeah, 10 Scott people. Kid. I know Sinead's daughter is with her, isn't she? I don't know. <laughs> the UPS. Uh, who knows? I don't. There are at least, there are minimum eight people in this three bedroom apartment. Oh We've got to gotta cut it down. Diane, <laughs> you're the first to go. Right. <laughs> Bye. <sighs> okay. So, Liberty finally had faith. And now, with the shocker of all shockers, she decided that she wants to keep her child. At the same time, she's having her little mental breakdown and having visions of her niece, Nico, that I don't ever think she actually met. No, she hasn't, which is so, the thing, which is like, is she really there? I know. That's why I'm got so confused, Corian. What's what's going on? Because Nico has died about three times already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I mean, anything is anything is possible when you're an incest baby. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it gives you superpowers. Yeah. Honestly, if your mom and dad are twins, you never know what will happen. Um, but <laughs> I don't. So, like, I think. So, we. we I don't, I don't want to say we predicted it, but, like. This was like a cliche kind of thing that we we're like, you know, this could very easily happen where Liberty decides she wants to keep the baby. Yeah. And yeah, like one. we, right. But I think this is, but I still think this is playing out differently than what we thought. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that she could have easily become like, like, I don't, I feel like the craziness that we're seeing from Liberty is not like the soap craziness that we're used to agree yeah because number one it's rooted in family history anna blake has deep mental illness deep mental illness and she passed that on to three of her kids will sienna and now liberty so like these sorts of things i feel like make sense for the character like it it doesn't like a sudden switch is turned on because we know Liberty is all about family. We know Liberty is all about that connection. We know Liberty was in love with Brody. We know she had this like, that, that that's just like the kind of person she is on top of having a family history of mental illness. It's like, it's kind of like a recipe for like the perfect disaster. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like for me, it's not so much corny and cheesy like you would see in another soap opera. For me, it's actually kind of, tragic like it's really sad like if i really think about it because i think it's like it's definitely rooted in like some postpartum depression but it's probably also rooted in just like some real family trauma like your mom was killed by your brother your brother is dead your sister had a baby with your other brother 
and now that baby's dead and then your dad's dead and like all of these things like you don't really have this family connection the only person you have is your sister and you try to do this good thing for her and then you fuck it up and fall in love with her boyfriend and get pregnant by him and it's like yo like liberty's really been through a lot yeah i absolutely agree shocker shocker (laughs) because i never agree with y'all no (laughs) when this whole thing started that was my main concern i've said i said it a few times that the only thing that they're going to do is make this a classic soap trope where she wants to have the baby she has the baby for her sister she wants the baby back because she wants to be with the boyfriend that's what i thought was going to happen that's not how they are playing it and i thank the soap heavens above because one thing's for certain liberty and brody ain't it i'm sorry i don't care what anybody says mm. there's no chemistry between those two no. so yeah if they were to even that, on her radar anymore sure ain't <laughs> i mean yeah. well, she hasn't said anything but the way they are playing it i felt so bad for liberty like i mm-hmm. was sitting there like mm-hmm. in tears i was like oh my god give this girl her freaking baby <laughs> like right exactly <laughs> i was i was conflicted i was like all right let's all right let's just give her the baby let's just give her the baby yeah, yeah. the hell with you know like get her, her baby back because this is difficult to watch the way they were playing it the turmoil that she was going through you yes. know it was so clear and so decisive with her choice to keep her baby and then literally have to walk away from it after that conversation. I was just like, this is actual torture. Like, give her her yeah. child back. If this has nothing to do with Brody whatsoever, I am 100% okay with Sienna losing that child. I really am. Like, yeah. give that kid back to back to Liberty. Because it's just so, oh, God. And she was hurt. trying. She was really trying yeah. to not have that attachment. But, like, she can't help it. And it's like... she's really going through something it has made her so snarky i love it she's like i do like it maybe she's trying to get away rid of you maybe she's just like the way she (laughs) was like wait a minute what (laughs) yes this is what i wanted so long (laughs) like i wanted that kind of liberty that that you know flighty just airhead she was fine you know, the one who would have a rap song for everybody. It's it was okay. <laughs> I wanted her, I just wanted her a lot more grounded. Yeah, and now she is. So please keep this up. I, this is the first time I've liked Liberty since I've been watching. I did kind of really like her with Sammy, but this is the first time I've really liked her. I'm really, I'm, I'm very excited to see her and Damon, this sort of thing develop. Because yes. I've already, I've always said it, those two are just perfect for each other they those are. two goofy ass people are just so mm-hmm. perfect for each other and just having him really be there and like kind of be her advocate for this was like mm-hmm. that oh my like how touching mm-hmm. like he was really the only one who kind of sees that like she's going through this and like even though i love sienna sienna was being kind of a bitch she was yeah. i feel like like she was very nasty to brody she was very like dismissive of liberty's feelings like i feel like she really only noticed liberty's feelings after damon brought it up to her and it's like she's going through it like yeah i'm I'm sure you're happy you finally have your baby it's like this miracle baby and you've been waiting for this but this is your sister this is the only family you have left and she's having a really tough time and you've been there before you should sympathize you you know what i mean like i feel like she's very like tunnel vision on the baby only right now and liberty's not getting the same kind of care except for from damon and i love that damon is there for both liberty and brody 
Like mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. playing that that he's such best a good boy. friend mentality so well because he wants to. You can see where he starts to say something to Sienna and just like mm-hmm. almost snaps, and he's like, "Yeah, you know what? Maybe, maybe you should just think about your actions. Maybe, maybe that's he's such a good boy." And I, I love Damon for everything that he's done. You know what part of the story I don't like? What? Brody. <sighs> so <laughs> I didn't expect that. I wasn't same. prepared. To oh, I agree. I, I like, have to agree with you. Oh, okay. Get this motherfucker out of my face, well, please. Let's the next the next story I want to talk about, which is very Brody heavy as well, which is the fact that he got himself involved because he wanted to be Captain Savaho and Ooh. went and got involved with oh Warren and Felix God. and was Why brought it back in Cormac to their lives, which then caused Warren to kind of snap a little bit and beat the shit out of Cormac. Why um, did no one stop Warren? No, everything was just standing there watching. I didn't know it. Um, you don't have to socially distance at that time. But before <laughs> we dro- jump into that, though, I will say, right before they went into this whole like drama, I love Warren and Felix. Yeah, I really like their dynamic together. I really do too. Like I do. I have, but like from watching it, from watching the show for years, and I wonder if you'll agree with me, John. Like Warren has Warren's always been like a very fun polarizing like electric character and like they put him with people and it's exciting and it's this and it's that but like i've never really felt that he's ever had anyone that's kind of like at his level that's like kind of like that he like really fits with you know what i mean other than like when he was dating sienna and they were both going they were both evil you know what i mean but like i feel like he finally has like a really good companion in felix Yep. And I like that. And I think it's because they finally like developed his backstory. Cause like we, there was still so much we never knew about Warren until recently. I 100% agree. And I just, I'm really liking the yin and yang element of it. I like that. What sparked this whole thing. Why? Was, Cause they're black and white. When <laughs> Warren shoved Felix into the closet. And Warren is Warren's Aww. the black part, and and Felix is the white part. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, it was just very, just interesting to see those story beats play out. But uh, even then, I think the weakest element is again Brody. Because what the fuck was the point of that? Like, I just don't understand why they had to even bring him into this. Like, it, it, I get it, you know, abuse, but on a different spectrum, triggering. I get all of that. He was not needed in any of this, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just like I do not. Other than the Buster storyline when it was happening, I gave him maybe a month or so <laughs> after that. After he went to jail to kind of get over it, not to get over it, but to stop fucking crying. Like I was so Brody crying. Although very pretty, beautiful crier. Oh, oh beautiful! Oh God! What a beautiful man! I would, I would. The body, but the face, everything. Everything. I just—he becomes very whiny and self-loathing, and it just carries on for multiple episodes. And I just—I yeah. enjoyed not seeing that. So when they reverted back to it, I was like, "Oh fuck, here we go!" Oh God! Oh, he's gonna cry himself into a grave, maybe. Well. Yeah, so like do we think he's going to die? Well, because I think he might. we're setting up this like runaway plan where Sienna yeah. and Brody are planning to flee with the kids. 
They're mm -hmm. they're and yeah, we know they're not going to kill Tana. Yeah. And we know somebody's going to get seriously injured or hit in this car wreck that was teased in the uh, trailer. Right. I'm thinking we're just setting up to say goodbye to Brody because out of everybody uh, we just discussed, he's also the most expendable of them. It's very true. And like like you said, like I love Brody, but Brody bef Brody before the Buster bust up wasn't much of a character. No. Brody after it was great. It was fine. Mm -hmm. But it like I felt like like I I agree with Ashley. I feel like it comes to a certain point, not where you have to get over it, but where you have to show like a different side of your character and i feel like yeah. we haven't gotten that and it's like you are dating the baddest bitch in the village <laughs> and it's like you haven't you haven't learned from her like anything you haven't picked up like any kind of tips to kind of like protect yourself and stand up for yourself have some kind of like self-confidence like you haven't you haven't built up anything at all in the what it's been two years mm -hmm. um you know since we've had the trial and everything like i just feel like any of the development that they had, he's kind of reverted and exactly. it does kind of feel like the writing's on the wall, which is sad because yeah. I do, I do fundamentally like Brody, but I don't like him right now. No. So I have a question. Um, sure. Does Hollyoaks do this type of stuff for shock and awe or do they do it for budgetary reasons? Because I can't understand why everybody who leaves the show has to die. Like everybody who leaves the show dies. Like this has to be the murder capital. It is. No, it is. The, they, there was an article that came out. Yeah, people still be moving there. That said something like the most people on any UK program ever have died on Hollyoaks. Yeah, what is is that? Is that what you know? Kirkwood is is that like a, a fetish of his? The kill people? <laughs> like what is it? I don't understand why nobody yeah, can just leave town. They have the worst people leaving town and the best people getting killed off. Like, I just it's don't true. understand it. Just so because true. an actor says, I'll never come back, doesn't mean you have to kill them There off. have been 190 deaths in the 25 years. Good Lord. Uh, hold on. So this is from the Hollyoaks Wiki. Uh, 190 deaths on Hollyoaks. 136 were on screen. Five <laughs> deaths were flashbacks. God. 40 were off screens. 21 fake deaths. Uh... Let's see. Uh, five historical deaths, four of which took place before the show's first episode. That's a lot. That, that is, a is. That's a lot. That's, and then if you look at it, lot. like a majority of them start. They've been like at the last 15 years. Yeah. The minute yeah. like we're on, I mean, Kirkwood came on, it just like whoo, through the roof. So that's murder is his kink, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> it's a good thing he's leaving. I'm not sure. <laughs> I just don't feel as though that everybody who leaves the show has to die. I don't think we have now. Given it's when stunt week, are they doing a stunt week? I don't week this think year? they are. Oh, I don't know. I think that got canceled by. Uh, so they okay. said they said that their plans for the twenty fifth uh, did get changed. So okay. I think this would have been stunt week. Okay. So I think because of COVID, Bad. it all got. But when they up. kill somebody during stunt week, it's fine. But when they kill fourteen people throughout the year, I'm like, okay, goddamn. How, does any? I hope they all have life insurance because this is a lot of fucking funeral money. It's a lot of funeral. Shit. So we've had one, two, three, four, five so far. Oh, 
Good. I just feel like it's that thing that they always say about Hollyoaks. because it's just supposed to be real life but heightened. So it's just like, <laughs> oh so yeah, you get you get ten people who die in your in your city. Well, this is Hollyoaks. so you're gonna get fifty people who die. <laughs> How about that? And you're gonna watch every single one of them, and they're oh, each gonna be weirder yeah. than the last. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It, it, Our Brody needs to die. I, I just, it doesn't feel good for Brody right now. Well, huh? If he has to, I mean, I'll be a little sad, but same. I'll be. I'm gonna be sad for Damon. I'm gonna be very sad for Damon. Oh yeah, that's gonna suck. That's gonna really fucking suck for him. It's oh, gonna man. really suck for him. Um, but you know what? Sienna got Warren, so she'll be fine. Yeah, she'll be all right as well. Sienna over there acting like she didn't help fucking Warren bury that body on top of that other dead lady's like, body. Oh like <laughs> Sienna does know that she's involved in this pretty deep she's, too, right? She's involved in so many crimes. Like, I've never there has never been a character like Sienna Blake who has been involved in so and for her to sit there and try to be like, you know what? I can't believe you would put that old man in a coma. We have to report him. Sienna has how many attempted murders under her belt? Uh-huh. Murders and attempted murders. Like, let me girl. see. Let me count. She has fourteen attempted murders. Damn. <laughs> fourteen. Damn. Sienna has been on Hollyoaks since 2012. Eight years. She has tried to murder fourteen people <laughs> <laughs> and only succeeded in killing her daughter. <laughs> maybe. 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 I think so, like, she's a ghost, though. It seems like she's like a ghost. I don't know. Because no one else sees her. Like, she was in True. the room. And she disappears, right? Yeah, she was in the room oh. at the time that I think uh, Damon came into the nursery. But, yeah. And then she wasn't there anymore. So I do think it is a, a spirit. I don't either, but like, I don't remember them sharing a single scene. I don't think so either. So, maybe. I don't, I'm sure they'll explain it. I know. But it's definitely it's definitely a good touch. It is. Like I really like I really do like yeah. that touch. Especially since Nico's voice is so fucking creepy. Perse- uh, what's her name? Persephone something. She yeah. is she plays those that scary little girl so well. That girl is horrifying. Actually, if you were watching during peak Nico times, oh my god. I oh my god. Hated Nico. So Me too. Much. Nico was killing everybody. If Sienna had 14 attempted murders, Nico literally had like 30. Uh, attempted murder. One, <laughs> she attempted murder victims was Will, Sienna eight times, Teresa two times, Cameron once, Maxine twice, Jay twice, yeah. Tom twice, Perry twice, Harley yeah. three times. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Nico did yeah, the she most. Was, she had a lot going on, but <laughs> most. Definitely, definitely a good touch. I. I'm very intrigued to see where this goes. Like, is is this mysterious nurse going to be appearing, you know, once Liberty is discharged out of the hospital? Like, what is going to be happening? I don't know. We'll have to Up in the keep air. watching. So the last thing we got to talk about before we wrap up tonight is drugs. Man, I think, Corian, you summed it up best. Get yourself a show with a lesbian king, uh, drug kingpin, because our I love it. Is amazing. She's a fucking mess. <laughs> like she is a mess. That box hair got dye went right to her head, and she honestly feels it. She feels herself in every scene. She <sighs> bought her cheap little bracelet. She is 
stealing she herself. Got her whole new outfit. Right? And she was, Marnie was like, I'm so scared. I was almost held at gunpoint. I was robbed. <laughs> Can we not? please have a family dinner? <laughs> right? Exactly. She was like, and? <laughs> you're all, you're fine. <laughs> Did you die? Right. I just feel like this is like, this is where, you know, this is this is what we deserve after suffering through Juliet being insufferable. You know what I mean? I, I, I just really like this for her like yeah she's probably still gonna be like annoying and crazy and bratty but i just feel like she's i don't know she's mature now and it's like i feel like it's a cool development it's also something i feel like i've never seen like the teen the teenage daughter of a prostitute who becomes a, you know like a drug runner for like the little middle school kids like <laughs> i couldn't ask for anything more crazy so with that, we got little Charlie and Ella wrapped all in it. Poor Ella. Ella. So oh, you are they, so they played dumb. the shit out of Ella. Ella's Disney little, poor little princess girl. <laughs> like what? She's still carrying around a Barbie lunch pail, y'all. <laughs> oh god. They played the shit out of her. They're like, oh, oh Ella, what's that? Oh, it's weed. Oh, well, just saying I was recording. How did she not notice the phone oh, right on her? Damn, She's like, oh, whatever. That was so funny. This poor oh. dumbass. I feel so bad for her. But Juliet, like that scene, the way she played her though, yo, that was so smart. That was so smart. She was like, yeah, you know, your family hates you now. Isn't that crazy? No one's even think. No one even knows you exist anymore. That must suck. Let me make you feel important. Oh god! So I cannot believe I'm going to say this because I've spent the entire time that she's been on saying how much I hate this character. Juliet is by far the most complex yet complete character on this show, and I didn't. Expect Ooh, that. I can buy that. I didn't see that coming. I was I this literally just came to me maybe a week or so ago. I don't even remember what exactly happened, but I'm watching it like she has multiple layers to her. Yes. And all of them are now being finally fully fleshed out and explained. Mm-hmm. And now I can get behind this character. Before it was like, what is she doing this for? Like, I don't understand what her motivation is. I understand her mama was a crackhead and a prostitute. I get all that. But I also was having a hard time understanding why, having seen all that, she would want to get involved with drugs. But now everything has become clear. Like this yeah. whole, it only took a few weeks and a couple, of, you know, like you said, a box of dye. And now all of a sudden, I, I, I see clearer now. She <laughs> like, wants the power. She's never had the power in her whole yeah. life. And she Juliet wants- is still not my favorite character on the show. She is the character that I understand the most on the show. She's most most improved. That's She's the word you would give her in the yearbook. Yeah. Oh, hands down, most improved. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna say more Juliet, but I'll I'll take what you're gonna give me with Juliet. I'll <laughs> I'm here for it. I, and I just think they just did it really like. There's just been so many good. Like, I, I think I've, I've said it before, like, I always loved the Nightingale family because I feel like they gave them everything, but not in a bad way. I feel like they had, like, so many different kinds of characters. Yeah. They had so many different kinds of characters, kinds of stories, and, like, it all, it was, like, the typical kind of soap 
family. And then like Juliet came obviously and she like kind of disrupted that. But like it all came to get like, I feel like Ju Juliet is a character that they gave everything to, you know, not only was she struggling with her sexuality, her mother was a prostitute, her brother was also her nephew and her other brother was also her uncle. And like, she had this, you know, this father that was evil and she felt like she was evil. And then now she's involved with drugs and then her best friend's in love with her, but she's in love with her female best friend. And it's like, yeah, all of these things it, just like yeah. converged. Yeah. And like now she's this like, I don't, I just feel like she has so many unique, interesting interactions with people. And it's just like, you, you never know what you're going to get with her because like, she's, she's crazy. She's and nuts. it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think something also that's important is I think they've spent the most time with this story post COVID. Right. Like, yeah. I feel like this yeah. is the story that they've, they've invested in the most well, they have to they got to rush towards that plan exactly yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they had this i think the seven deadly sin story also got sped up i think so too i, I feel oh, like yeah. that one got sped up and and we see the sacrifices that are being made there but i very much think that they've smartly done this because even though they're speeding it up i don't feel like i've missed anything same you know, and the, i don't and i also don't feel like, like they're missed and i also feel like i'm not seeing too much okay. either like because i also feel like if we had gotten the full story of this i feel like we probably would have gotten sick of that because mm. it because it was supposed to be a year-long thing that's unfortunately how like the year-long yeah. stories kind of play out but i feel like with this i feel like a lot of the things that they cut out were probably like more jordan and, exactly. and juliet thing because remember that's what we were getting a lot yep. of that first it was like jordan bullying juliet and sid mm -hmm. but they sliced that down and it was really focused mostly on Jor on juliet and sid yeah. which i love I love their relationship. I love how, you know, no matter what, Sid is ride or die for her. Mm -hmm. And like, he's really trying to talk some sense into her, but she's clearly not listening. But like, I really feel like they cut out the middleman and it works for this. I think like yeah. this is the, this is a story that was definitely most improved by the COVID thing, I think. Yeah. And it's mainly because we all hate Jordan. You remove yeah. that yeah. aspect, and it's great. There is one thing that I wish they had changed now. Just now that we've had, um, you know, this version of the Nightingale family on for as long as we have, there's one thing that I wish they had done differently. Mm. I wish they would have made Juliet, um, what's the name's daughter instead of Romeo? Yeah, James. I, I really wish James was her father because that. Uh... I, I really didn't give a shit about Mac and what was going on with that whole thing. But if they would have made Juliet James's daughter instead of Romeo, his his son, Romeo, uh, he's pretty, <laughs> but like he's not. Eh, he's whatever. He's good to look at. Yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah. James and Juliet, especially when they were um, very focused on James not wanting to confess to shooting um, Mercedes, because oh my God, what would Juliet think? I was like. Why is he so focused on what Juliet right. thinks? Like that whole thing was weird to me. If they Juliet would have, she would have helped you shoot her. Exactly. Like, man, <laughs> let me clean up this blood for you. Let's go. Right. Like, doesn't make any sense. But if they would have made those two father and daughter, oh, that's the one regret that I have. But other than that, the storyline. I... But hey, they're they're still brother and sister. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I want I want them to play up the, I do want them to play up the relationship a little more. I feel like their interactions are always just so exactly. good. Yeah. So good. Man, I I do always forget that they're brother and sister though cuz like sometimes I do feel like oh like they they could be yeah. father and daughter. Just kind of like I always forget that Teresa is 
Mercedes' sister and cousin. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Alex is messed up sometimes. All right. Well, any final thoughts or anything else we want to talk about before we wrap up? I do. Okay. I would like to let everybody know that the Hollyoaks account is listening to my suggestions. <laughs> oh my God. I saw. Day. So when you see Sammy and Celeste getting all chocolate. Oh my food, God. You will know who to thank. He will thank me. Uh, yeah. Okay. Ooh, but you know, actually, you know what I think is going to come sooner? Celeste and Warren. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they definitely did tease to that a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. now they're living under the same roof. I can get into yeah, it. I can, you know, I'll take Warren, damn body at this point, honestly. Warren knows how to break backs. I well, know it. Warren can save her <laughs> from Toby. Mm, he is so strong, that man. Damn. I would love to see it. Especially with this friendship <laughs> with Felix. Now all of a sudden he's banging his daughter. I can see that too. Mm-hmm. However... I have been watching the show for three years now, and I still don't have a brown couple. So <laughs> I deserve. Yes, exactly. I fully I... support. No, Warren, her and Warren, her and Warren are great. They can just fuck for a little bit, but yes, I I can Stop get that. into. Oh wait, I Because have... imagine, because imagine like Sammy's a lawyer, but Celeste is like the calculating oh, yes. evil genius. She doesn't even have a job, but she's probably way smarter than him. You know what's funny about that is ever since they revealed that they weren't a married couple, they have not talked about what their actual employment is since. That's yeah. true. Is so they she a model or not? Like, is she, how do they pay the rent? Like, what's going on? Whatever, they'll get to it. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> everybody like, on Hollyoaks gets a job at some point. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, there are Hollyoaks does do that. Sometimes people just are like vaguely employed. Yeah, and then and then suddenly they're like they own a garage, <laughs> and then they're like, oh yeah, now they have money, or they're in massive debt. Exactly, Just I'm sure it'll here. come. I'm sure it'll come. <laughs> so I, I have one thing. Yes, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. I just wanted to touch on that quote that I posted by Jay Sharif Patel, one of the mm-hmm. writers on Hollyoaks. Mm-hmm. I just felt it was like a very great, all-encompassing thing about the show and about the soap genre that people often forget. So it was in the the Guardian article about the 25th anniversary where she stated, she was like, we have a saying at Hollyoaks, it's real life, but better looking. People can be snobby about soaps, but they provide an important service in reflecting reality, even if it's heightened to create entertainment. And I feel like that is such a smart way to think about it. I feel like soap operas, in the US are still thought of like this antiquated thing in the past. And I feel like the writers and the creators behind the show are also still thinking it has to be that. It doesn't have to be that. No, it also doesn't have to be like completely serious and like, you know, dark and depressing. It can, you know, take a take a real life story and turn it on its head and make it make it batshit crazy, but like entertain people, but like also teach them something new, you know? Yeah. That quote really, really stuck out to me because I was like, I really hope that not even just for soaps, but just for like future show creators, I really hope that people kind of keep those things in mind because now more than ever, like you have to reflect real life. And by reflecting real life, I mean, you don't want to see full white cast. You don't want a full white writer's room. You don't want, you know, one type of story always permeating the show. Like, it's so important to to think progressively, whatever that may mean for your show. 
So yeah. I really, really appreciated that that quote from her. We love her. Thank and you. We She's love great. All the Hollyoaks staff and writers and everybody that we've gotten to talk to over the last few years, you know what? It's been an amazing experience. And I love this show. I love talking about it. And it's definitely something that I look forward to every week. Yes, it's got 25 problems, more years. 25 more years. Yes. Also, last tweet that I just saw, and I needed you guys' thoughts. Imagine if Mishba's new love interest was Silas. That would be crazy. No. That would be crazy. Absolutely not. That man looks like a fossil. I'm just, in my Bernie mind, Sanders. when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, could you imagine? Wow. Could you? That would be the ultimate trick, but oh, I do, yeah. I do wonder who her man is. Exactly. There's not enough Viagra in the world. <laughs> oh my god! I really, I really hope he tries to. Kill, I really hope he tries to go after Silver and tries to kill him, and sort of snaps his whole body in half. After <laughs> what he did to Brita, one hundred percent. One, just one, just one twist of the arm just completely crumples that whole man. Just oh, that old ass. You can't be that old and be a serial killer anymore. It's it's physically impossible. You can't even keep up with me. <laughs> oh my god! But how you are you know, gonna catch me? I don't care. I'm just gonna enjoy this for what's worth, and take it as it comes. All right. So you can follow Corian at not Corian. Ashley is over at Reckless Love with a W. I'm at Soapwiki John. You can follow the podcast at Artake Media or ArtakeMedia.com. We are streaming on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever podcasts are. You can listen to us. Please rate and review so others can follow along and use the hashtag ArtakeHollyoaks when discussing the show. Until next time, bye-bye. <laughs> bye. You dork. Bye. Yes, bye. <laughs>